Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you. Tomorrow, all over the city, there's going to be dozens and dozens and dozens of kids. I think about 100 kids who are opening presents because of your generosity. So, so wonderful. Thank you for sharing that, Liza. The best night of the year, Christmas Eve. Those of you that are celebrating tonight, I know that a whole section over on this side is just starting to go and uh, they're going to be winding up all through the night. Some of you will be opening stuff tomorrow, others on another day that's more convenient for your family, whatever it is. Uh, We are uh, so delighted that we get to celebrate the coming of Jesus. I was sitting while well, I was sitting on my feet and I was just overwhelmed with emotion at that time is as over this past year for for all of us it's been challenging on so many ways and and how to remind ourselves again that it's been always been about Jesus in his name all oppression shall cease it's always been about Jesus who brings peace where there is no peace it's always been about Jesus who we fall on our knees before the high king of heaven He's not our buddy. He's not just our friend. He's the high king of heaven who brought himself down and made himself of no reputation and became a human so that we could be reconciled to God. We're so grateful for that. I don't know about you, but have you ever noticed that what you see determines what you do very often? Have you ever been one who has either given or received a gift that made you you on the inside, you're like, what is this? Has anybody ever given that gift? I've done it multiple times, given that kind of a gift. And when you see it, you almost, you could see on the person's face, they're cycling through what they should say. Sometimes they, in my family, they've just kind of put it to the side. It's an unwritten rule that we have in our house. <laughs> But many years ago, when not long after Shannon and I were married, uh, we went to celebrate Christmas at her dad and stepmoms in Campbell River and uh, early 1990s. And uh, somehow we were there a couple of days ahead of time and we got onto the topic of sweatpants and how, what we thought of them. And I was, had opinions around sweatpants at that time. I was saying things like, I don't know why anybody would wear those. They're like basically pajamas that people wear outside. They're hanging her down there. They don't look good. They don't, they're ill-fitting. They're like, I just went off and she kept drawing my thoughts. So asking me questions. And I said, particularly ones that are like the same top and bottom that are matchy match. Like I'm not doing that. Why would anybody do that? And I just kept going, went to bed. We get up and we're sitting around the Christmas tree. We each get our presents and we're opening them and come to my turn. And I open the box from my my father-in-law and his wife and I open it up. And you knew what was in there, don't you? (laughs) There was a sweat pant and a top that matched that was from Zellers. And if you know what Zellers was, but went with a two big stripes across it in some kind of pastel 1990s. And 
All things were flashing through my head at that moment. Mostly, I wanted the floor to open up and swallow me and get rid of everything of that in that moment. And I was uh, stuttering and saying, well, I, di- I didn't mean these kind. I, uh, it was more like the gray ones, you know, not these lovely navy ones right here. And if they, yeah, this one uh, doesn't have the elastic on the bottom, like those ones that have elastic, you know, whatever, and nothing I could say. And they're just looking at me. Not saying anything. I put it aside and we went on with our day. And I learned a valuable lesson that day. But what you see often determines what you say, so what you say and what you do. When I opened that box, I had to scramble to find out what I was gonna say. Because I had what I had saw was determining what I was going to do. Let me ask you, when you look at Christmas, what do you see? Do you see the celebration of twinkling lights, of the wonder of little children? The coming of a wonderful meal that you may be having, the beauty of the tree, all of that. Do you see celebration? But let me ask you, is that all that you see? Or for maybe for some of us, when you're thinking of Christmas right now, all you see is stress. You see family coming over, whether you've got permission by the PHO or not. We won't touch that any further than that. When you see, maybe you just see stress and frustration. Your, the bills are bigger than your bank account. Maybe it's you've had to be scrambling to, to get your house ready. You're packing everything away and cleaning and you're getting ready and all the stress of people coming over and you're, you're going through all that. And for um, some of you are have your kids at home 24-7 for two weeks and you're wondering how that's going to work out and it's stressful and, and people are in close quarters, maybe in a little bit more bickering than is normally. And it's just a time not just of celebration but maybe of stress and a little bit of frustration as well. But let me ask you, is that all that you see? For some of you, it might be a time of sorrow as you face the first Christmas with someone who was there last year is no longer there. For some of you, it's that angst of the first Christmas where your kids go two different places, once to your family and one to your exes. For others of you, it might be just the sadness of a season as you're heading into a new year with still a lot of uncertainty on your plate. But let me ask you, is that all that you see? Because tonight I want you to see Christmas a little differently than all of our, just our experience of our life. Because all of us know that there's so much going on around us that we could, uh, we have to be very careful that the chaos around us doesn't get inside of us. And we miss out on what Christmas is all about. So I want you to see Christmas, not just as Mary and Joseph saw it, not just as shepherds saw it, not just as magi, whenever they came onto the scene, saw it. But I want you to see Christmas as heaven saw it. Because I think when you see Christmas the way that heaven saw it, you'll respond how heaven responded. And then go to the Gospel of Luke, and we're going to start at uh, verse 8. And it says, there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. We've read this already. Keeping watch over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. We need to know that again today, don't we? I bring you good news of great joy, which is for all the people. Good news in 2021 
of great joy for all the people. Why? Because today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God. And this is what they said. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. You know what heaven saw that day? They saw the answer to the prayer of humanity, to your prayer and to my prayer. I believe that they saw the answer to the human condition. They saw the answer to all our problems arrive that day in the town of Bethlehem, in the person of Jesus Christ. Because for centuries, people had cried out to God about the problems they were facing in life. If God is so loving, why did he feel so absent at times? In a world full of competition, of division, of judgment, of hatred, of brokenness, of bitterness, of war and famine and hurt, where was God? And God had broken through for sure. And that's the story of the Bible through the, New, through the Old Testament of God's great love for his people, of the times when they would fall away from him and God calling them back by his steadfast love in the middle of it all. But it had felt like something was missing to that point. And maybe that's how you or I might feel right now that God's people having more questions than answers of as much hurt as hope. And when we look over our life and we see our life and we see maybe heartache and fracturing and struggle, perhaps it doesn't feel complete. Or maybe your story is one of great success that over the last year or two years or three years has been, everything has been up and to the right on the graphs of your life. And you know you have nothing to complain about, but you still find yourself doing it at times because it might feel empty and you wonder if this is as good as it gets, and sometimes you're concerned that the answer might be yes. And that's why at the very first Christmas, heaven rejoiced. Because, I mean, the snippet we caught there was like the... It was like the window of heaven was open and we saw just a portion of the heavenly host celebrating that God in flesh had come to redeem mankind. All of humanity was on a different path because of what was happening in that moment, in that little town, in that manger, with that no, uh, literally a no-name town in a no-name place with a young teen mom. And it was announcing with thunderous applause, with good news of great joy to all people. It's as though heaven came running because heaven saw more than a celebration. Heaven saw the answer for all of humanity. A savior has been born and he was Christ the Lord. And heaven came running. You see, it's as though as heaven had been waiting for all that, for all of, of history for that moment. And heaven came running. And the birth of Jesus began a three-decade journey of his life on the earth, of him sharing the greatest wisdom that had ever been heard on the world, in the world at to that point, and continues today. But it was much, much more than that. Maybe the teachings of Jesus are inspiring and the, the part of the story that we know, but that's not why we're sitting here today because he was a good teacher. 
What was the rest of the story? The rest of the story is when we still rejected Jesus, he still reached out to us and embraced us. The rest of the story is that when we get lost in the lights and the hubbub and the bitterness and the division and the craziness and all of that, he still extends his hand towards us. Not only did Jesus come, but Jesus died and went willingly to a cross. He rose again from the, the dead three days later and he defeated death, hell, and the grave, rescuing us from the grip of sin and allowing us to partake of his life that changes everything for us. It's more than just a baby in a manger. He is offering new life. He met our indifference, our sadness, and our hurts with an embrace. He met our emptiness with purpose and a new position seated at the right hand of God. He met our pain with his healing. And Christmas reminds us, and it's been said many times, if our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. Or if our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. Or if our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. Or if our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness, so God sent us a Savior. And when we place our trust in Him, when we place our trust in Him as our Savior, as our Lord, and we admit our sins and invite him to lead our lives, everything begins to change. There's a moment when you step from darkness into light, when you go, go from being an outsider to an insider, when you go from being an enemy of God to a friend of God, and it starts our lives on a brand new journey. Whether you've been walking with him for a long, long time, maybe you have, I want to remind you again, the great joy it is to walk with Jesus because he is the source of all life. He is the source of our hope. He's not just hopeful. He's the source of hope. He's not just joyful. He's the source of our joy. He's not just loving. He is love. That's our Jesus. He is the way to the father. The high king of heaven crawled down into the gutter of humanity in the middle of our mess and willingly came down and said, I'm coming to bring a new kingdom into this world. I'm instituting something brand new, a new kingdom with new ways of living, with new perspectives, with new hope, with new love, with new peace, with new joy. I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. Good tidings of great joy to all people. Somebody turn to someone and say, that's you. Good tidings of great joy to all people. Whatever our circumstances right now, the savior of the world has come. The source of hope, the source of life, the source of joy, the source of freedom, the addiction breaker, the hope bringer, the one who come to rule and overrule, the come, the one who has come to break the fear of death, the one who has come to bring life where there is no life, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, the one who comes in the middle of our mess, the one who does not walk out when everybody else us. He's walking in when others are walking out. The one who, who never leaves, the one who never forsakes. And I'm okay with celebrating tonight that Jesus has come, that Jesus is the savior of the world. Good tidings of great joy to all people. And that's what heaven saw a savior.
And that's why heaven responded and came running because the Savior was born and everything from that point forward was changing. It means that change is possible for every one of us. So what do you see? The gifts, the beautifully decorated tree, the meals, the busy rush. Maybe you see the stress, the overwhelming stuff of family and what's going on in our world, the issues of our life, or maybe either sadness or emptiness or loneliness. Tonight, I'd love for you to see what heaven saw and respond like heaven responded. The Savior has come. Your salvation has come in the person of Jesus. When heaven saw the reality that Jesus had come, the hope for all humanity, heaven came running. And for all of us tonight, whether you have never made him the forgiver and leader of your life, whether you've known him for a long, long time, I would invite you to respond in the same way, to come running to Jesus. If you're celebrating him, knowing him, make sure and let's remind ourselves that the hope has come, that forgiveness has come, that the Savior has come, that the Restorer has come, that the Rebuilder has come. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. I want to invite you, and some of you will be ready. And you're saying, Craig, I am ready. I'm, I'm ready to respond and re repent and give my life to Jesus and surrender my life to Jesus as the forgiver and leader of my life. And it's simple as God be merciful to me, a sinner, and invite Jesus to come and live inside of you and his life inside of you and begins to transform each and every one of us from the inside out. Respond and come running. Maybe you've walked with him for a long time and all that 2021 has been has been more the focus of, of your life and you know it's time again to come running to Jesus with everything that you have because the Savior has come, Jesus. Some of you are not quite ready and that's all right. But maybe you're ready enough to keep watching online and keep following along and consider the claims of Jesus for your life. I'm inviting us all to look past the busyness, to look past the lights, to look past all the stuff that we celebrate with and remind ourselves to see Christmas like heaven saw it, that the Savior of the world has come and everything can be different because of Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.